0: Hello everybody. Hello. Welcome to the show, the big show. The most important and critically acclaimed podcast that is recorded in our cabin. Cabin. We're not in the car. We're in the cabin. We're actually kicking back. Having a couple of nice cold libations. And we are enjoying cabin life on an unusually busy night out on the on the road off in the distance. And that's kinda odd. It's a lot of traffic.
1: The coyotes howling, however, not so strange.
0: Yes, I've heard coyotes howling. I've heard dogs barking. I heard something else. I wasn't really sure what it was. Two owls. Two owls? Was that owls?
1: There might be owls. There might be owls. They're owls.
0: People used to be very afraid of owls. Did you know that?
1: Sailors are afraid Sailors of owls.
0: very afraid of owls. Owls were a sign of witchery, witchcraft.
1: And death. And death. I think it's mostly death, death for, for mice.
0: Yes, because it's death for rodents.
1: They're, they're hard on rodents, yes. So we're sitting here.
0: Ooh, leaning back in my... I admit it, I've got a recliner out at the place. It's a big, lazy boy recliner, and it's really comfortable. So we're sitting out at the cabin. We've got a couple of uh, lights on. We got The moon is full tonight, or close enough to it, that it really won't make any difference. So we're going to get shined in as we... Spend of the night here at the bug out location. We bugged out. Okay, we really didn't bug out. We just came out because the weather looked good. And uh, we've seen, uh, we've checked out the cabin. We're gonna, we see a little repair we're gonna have to make next year. One of the boards is having a bad year, so we're gonna have to re- replace that. It looks like some kind of bug got to it. And uh, we're looking at screens. We have a thing on the website about replacing screens, which is good because we're going to have to replace three or four screens in this but Something out here is eating our screens.
1: Nylon screens apparently get eaten by bugs.
0: Right, who knew? Well, I guess we do. Well,
1: I, I suspected after I repaired the first one, but that was a, a one-off, and then the rest of the summer it was fine.
0: Yeah, but now we've but got like three or four screens with...
1: I bet it's grasshoppers. I'll bet it is. It's been a bad grasshopper year. Yeah. And they've been eating every other dang thing.
0: So anyway, we can. I mean, we've got a we've got a podcast. Or, uh, not a podcast, but we have a uh, episode on the website that we teach you how to repair screens. And screen repair re- uh, materials are a very good prep to have because you know if we didn't have them, we had to be out here for any length of time. We'd keep screens open, the bugs would start coming in, and we'd have to use duct tape. And duct tape doesn't let a lot of air in. And It doesn't stay on all that well either. So, yeah, we're going to have to repair our screens probably next year. But there's no use in repairing them now because we're almost to winter. So, what is the, the podcast subject today? Well, part of the podcast subject today is the beautiful lantern light that we are um, using right now. We are doing something a little different. We've installed a couple of kerosene lanterns, and we're giving that a go. I haven't used one of these since I was a kid. We had some back then when we were kids. Uh, She's never used one of these before. She's used those horrible pump-up white gas things.
1: I was a little scarred by all the uh, language that they would incite from my parents when my parents tried to use them on camping trips. Because you pump. They were them apparently up. the most evil things ever.
0: Yeah, you'd have to pump them up to give pressure in it to keep the to send it up into the mantles, and the mantles would always fall apart on you. And yeah, putting these mantles on it were a total pain in the tail. And well, these are just these are just I call them mining landers because they were used in mines a lot. Well, these are just mining lanterns. We picked up a couple of inexpensive mining lanterns and uh, a little kerosene. Well, the advantage of kerosene over most other fuels is kerosene lasts a long time. It's one of the very few f- fossil fuels like, uh, that comes in a, uh, in a can or a bottle or a jar, a liquid, that has any kind of shelf life at all. What kerosene does, it has five or six year shelf life. So well, The bad side is there is an odor. And I'm sitting here and I'm smelling the kerosene odor. And there's always some flame risk. And there's always some flame risk. We realize one of the preps that we do not have here at the cabin. We realized this actually when we were in town. We were at the store and we picked up these, a couple of lanterns. And we picked up the kerosene. And... That's your foot. She's shining a flashlight on her foot.
1: She was shining a flashlight by the door because I was trying to recall if I'd set a fire extinguisher there. But that uh, can there is a wasp spray can.
0: Ah, I was wondering what you were doing. Yeah, well, that's where I was going with it. They didn't know what I was talking about, dear. Fire extinguisher, yeah, we don't have one here. Uh, No big deal. We really didn't have anything in the cabin that would, like, catch fire, but...
1: Yeah, the only way I could catch fire would be from a wildfire, and I don't think a little fire extinguisher would help there. And as far as getting out, we are three good steps from the door, so...
0: And every one of these windows is big enough to get out of, and there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight windows in 24 feet, and a door. (laughs) So, and every one of these windows, you can get out.
1: Yeah, so not really a safety issue,
0: Actually, there's two more windows in the attic, but I would not want to try and get out those
1: at any rate i was i didn't object when he bought those because I figured he knew what he was doing, and I would keep my mouth shut and i 'm glad I did because my my fears born of the white gas lanterns were completely unfounded, and they were quite easy to set up and use
0: Now they came with one a little extra wick, which these wicks will last probably as long as we 're. This is not going to be our main size. We just don't have any light out here because most of the time when we stay out here, it's summer, and it's light till 9 o'clock.
1: Yeah, I've got some solar flashlights I bring with me, and I use those until it's dark, and then I sleep until it's light again, and there we go. I just barely needed any light at all.
0: Now one of the things we do not have at this cabin, and I've just never really thought about it before, is that we don't have any curtains at all. So I you're,
1: have noticed that.
0: You're getting up at the sunrise pretty much. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. You're going to go to bed early. So
1: dawn is really pretty here, so I don't mind that. I actually like waking up with the dawn when I stay out here.
0: Your sister dawn?
1: I like her too, but I don't know how late she sleeps these days. I haven't. Yeah,
0: I don't really know. We
1: stayed in the house with her lately.
0: Yeah. Okay. Just just curious. So yeah, we're kicking back. We're in the cabin. Uh, we can see both of the ladders that, that go up to the upstairs. And I have to remember not to actually I have to remember to just, I don't know this place very well. Um, so I need to take a little flashlight and when I, when I go outside in the middle of the night, I'm not going to mention what for, um, you might imagine. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to find out. It's supposed to get down to about 50 tonight, maybe 48. And, uh, this, uh, cabin we have never put insulation in it yet so it's liable to get pretty cool it was kind of warm when we when we came in but we left all the windows closed to keep whatever heat it had so I mean, it wasn't horrible but uh, i can already feel it was starting to cool off yeah so basically right now our cabin out at the place is a very very solid tent
1: It is, but it's a nice, solid tent, and I like it. So, yeah, it's a
0: nice, solid tent. It keeps the water out, so that's good. And fortunately, we got here today, and it wasn't all filled with bugs, so it's fairly tight. Bugs can occasionally get in. We've been trying to to, uh, block off the ways they can do that.
1: It's mostly successful because I don't get them basically all summer long, but when I come in the first time in the spring to clean it up, there's a bunch of dead flies in here and a few dead wasps. I don't know how they get in then, but not the rest of the year. But since they don't hassle me when I'm in here, we're okay.
0: Yeah, we, we've had a lot less flies now that the uh, neighbor has stopped running cattle on the pasture uh, across the road from where we are. We used to get a lot of flies.
1: He does have a few sheep over there. Somebody actually put up a house. Fortunately, he did it on t- top of the hill which is well back from the road
0: we can't see it from where we
1: and are and he didn't put up a pole light oh I hate pole lights so we can see lights from his the top story of his house when they're on but it's not disturbing other than that
0: not from we can't see them. actually you have to, to leave the house and go out up the ways a little ways to see it but so from the actual cabin like we can't I'm, I'm looking in that direction I can't see anything so that's good And, uh, so yeah, the pond, I haven't even looked at it today. Uh, Yeah, we
1: got here right at sunset.
0: I didn't know if we needed to mow. And by we, I mean you.
1: Uh, we need to mow down by the pond at least, because it was too wet for me to get down there last week. It was a jungle. And up here, kind of, eh, might do okay. It kind of needs it, but it's probably not going to grow much more this year, so.
0: I'm wondering if we should take the mower. Yes. Um, okay, will it fit?
1: Yes, it'll fit in the truck, and then we put my little boat on top of it. Okay, so well, she's a got her it.
0: kayak with her today, so she can go out tomorrow and kayak on our pond. <laughs> you take one stroke and <laughs> you the other in. No, that is not true. She kayaks on a, on aerial lakes. And, uh, so, yeah, we're not, we're not talking about, uh... That's a... A lot of effort spent kayaking on our pond
1: actually a prepping thing i was thinking about today when i was out on the little boat is what kind of water sources are near where you plan to be bugging out because if you're bugging in place in any built-up area fishing's going to be impossible pretty quick because places get fished out awfully fast
0: we have an if article there's a lot of fisher people We have an article on this on 3BY about how fishing, people think, oh, yeah, I'll fish. No, you probably won't because fishing lakes are stocked. And it takes, they're stocked to the level of the pressure that they face on a normal basis. They're not stocked to keep a city population alive.
1: And they're not going to be stocked anymore if big drama comes up anyway. But where we are here, there is a... Well, it's a public land kind of lake. I don't exactly know its legal status, but it's a public land kind of lake. And we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere, so if people weren't driving, we'd be one of the few people who could get there, because our bicycles would get there. hmm So if you're thinking about that, you ought to also be thinking about uh, the kind of fishing gear that lasts long-term. Like lots and lots of hooks. And a fishing line ages out pretty fast. And if you can arrange to have a little boat, you will be able to get fish that people fishing from shore won't be able to get.
0: Yes, but you have to get the little boat to the lake, so that's always a that's always a thing.
1: There are inflatables though.
0: Which we have, we have one.
1: Yes, yeah, so on our on our journeys, I can stop and play on a little boat.
0: We call it a uh, slab sided Dutchman. <laughs> Because it tends to catch every bit of wind there is. That's
1: an old British sailor's insult (laughs) for a bad sailor.
0: (laughs) Well, Dutch-built ships were known for being slap-sided. Big, heavy, tall walls. Which were fantastic up around Holland and in the North Sea. But they were absolutely, they just got that snot beat out of them in the Mediterranean which has a total different wave and wind pattern. Yeah. Those walls would, you know, you get them trial and it'll just tear that ship apart. But anyway, totally beside the point. Sorry, a little, little 18th and 19th century sailing trivia for you. So yeah, I'm sitting here looking up the rafters. The rafters in the These lights did not look very bright. I'll admit it. They didn't look very bright at all when we first lit them, but it wasn't dark yet. Now it's dark. Are they bright enough to read by? Well, if you're close.
1: And maybe if you're not over
0: 50. (laughs) Maybe if you're not over 50. I've got this one turned down pretty low because I don't want any fumes out of it. Get the one sitting next to me and turn out. I don't want this thing sitting next to me when I sleep either. I'm going to put it. I want to put it over there on the table. So I don't want to take a chance of knocking it off because it has kerosene in it and that just no. Nah.
1: Yeah, we don't want to spill kerosene on the floor. No. For so many reasons.
0: Yeah. But these have got hangers. You know, you've seen them. Probably in restaurants and stuff like that. I don't know. You may have some. Uh, we, we're big fans of using uh, solar lights. And they're great, but kerosene—you know—in the middle of the winter, this may be—we
1: don't get be enough sun, sun in, in the middle of they do the
0: put out A small amount of heat, not much, but you know, it is what it is. This is how, this is how people back in the in the 1800s lived. This was how they lit their houses.
1: Yeah, and this uh, would have been more space than a lot of them had, to be honest.
0: Two or three, oh, yeah. Two or three. This would have been a, a big house for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. With no kids in it.
0: You don't think the kids would be upstairs, do you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we might put a railing so they didn't fall on our heads when we were sleeping.
0: Yeah, that might hurt.
1: So, some things... I the w- kid, too. Some other things I was thinking about for... <laughs>
0: I was just thinking about, yeah.
1: For a bug out location is finding a way to bug-proof everything. For example, here in this cabin, I don't particularly trust things that are upholstered and have a lot of cloth. We have never had any significant pests get in here yet, but cabins are not so tight that that's an impossibility.
0: Right. One of the things that, that does keep them out is there's nothing here to eat.
1: And that's quite intentional. We do have some MREs over there that I keep as a little emergency food store, but they are so darn hard to get into that they are not very attractive to the pests.
0: We should still put them inside of something aluminum.
1: Well, I don't usually leave it here over the winter, so. I haven't closed it up, winterized the place yet. When I do winterize the place, I take a big bag of some of the oregano and rosemary I grow at home and I leave it in an open bag underneath the dust sheets I throw over the upholstered things because mice and other pests don't like to live near that kind of aromatic spice. So I grow extra of those those aromatic herbs for that reason. Good tip. Everything else that would be tempting nesting material for a mouse is kept in the uh, shipping container. And they have no luck with that. We have nothing that gets in there with any success.
0: One of the things we're going to, we're going to, uh, I don't generally sleep out here. Uh, one of the things we're going to have a little bit of a struggle with, at least in this part of we is tonight, is I have a really fairly severe case of tinnitus. And if you don't know what that is, that's the the ringing of the ears that never goes away. And generally it's not that big of a deal because there's always some noise. But uh, when I when it's night and there's nothing else going on, normally during the day I don't even notice it because I'm busy and things are going on and there's always noise. But it gets so quiet out here that uh, this might be a bit of a struggle for me tonight. We'll find out.
1: You ought to be fine until the crickets go to sleep.
0: Hopefully there aren't any in here. Saw several on our porch, though, so I'm sure they're going to say howdy-do.
1: So far, I haven't had any crickets inside.
0: Uh, We did have a giant spider outside, though.
1: Yeah, he lives there all the time.
0: Yeah, well, not today. Got moved. He went on vacation. Yeah. Which reminds me I want (laughs) to open the door with a flashlight on.
1: (laughs) Because they'll come back and build again. Yeah, Pet is web in the way a lot of times. Her web in the way a lot of times. But we came late enough tonight. She was actually out hunting, and she's ginormous.
0: Big orb weaver. Pretty spider.
1: Beautiful spider. I I didn't kill her. I just moved her off. I just
0: moved her out of the way.
1: I'm actually kind of in favor of having spiders live right outside potential entrances and snakes. Yeah, we do get snakes in this uh mowed grass. It's a fairly disgusting way that I found out that we have a bunch of little brown snakes in this uh-uh. grass. Yeah.
0: Uh-uh. You
1: You'd m- think they would hear a mower coming and leave, but no. No. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Not very successfully. That sounds bad for them. <laughs> Yeah. I was grossed out, but it was worse for them.
0: So there we go. So th- I guess the topic of this podcast is, yeah, we're just kind of hanging out at the cabin and kicking back. And about ready to try out a new uh, hobo stove. Yeah? I don't know. Are we going to do that tonight or are going to do that tomorrow?
1: Well, we have to have some way... well, depends on how you feel about cold food, I suppose.
0: Well, it kind of depends on what kind of cold food it is. There's a coyote right there. Um, That was an
1: owl.
0: I heard a coyote. Okay. Owls don't call,
1: ow. What I heard out my side was, oh.
0: No, that's not what I'm talking about.
1: Well, the coyotes were on your side and the owls are on
0: my side, so that makes sense. We'll go with that. (laughs) We're all up two feet apart. (laughs) Yeah, we'll, ru- we'll run with that. So, yeah, we got a new hobo stove that's going to be a, we'll do a article on it. Uh, it's uh, another one of those that that uh, works kind of like the Kelly Kettle. Works on whatever twigs and, and pine cones and whatever you want to put in it, which we like those. We don't like the ones that require There's food. another
1: tip for a bug out location for you. If you ever expect to af- actually have to show up and have a fire... Have some uh, kindling and, and small stuff that you can get a fire started with if it's pouring rain, dry and ready to go.
0: Inside. under well, undercover. Of as
1: long way. as it's dry and ready to go, it really doesn't matter. I've uh, got undercover. a bunch
0: yeah, we keep it the front door. right
1: here by the door, so anytime I want to get up and start the Kelly kettle, it really doesn't matter what the weather's like. I've got enough stuff dry and um, fire starting aids if I needed them to start a big fire, but... I got tons of little stuff there. I can use the Kelly kettle with a bunch of times before I have to restock.
0: Yeah, we've got Kelly kettle options today.
1: And the hobo stove uses similar stuff. So.
0: Yeah, but I don't know if we want to use a first time thing in the middle, at night because it's well, dark now.
1: Since I didn't bring the Kelly kettle.
0: Oh, I thought it lived here.
1: It lives in my car.
0: Oh, I thought it lived here.
1: Who knew? I knew.
0: She knew. I didn't know. But I
1: brought the new hobo stove.
0: Well, there we are. We have the new hobo stove. Are you going to go out in the rocks and cook on it?
1: Mm, I might. Or I might get out a couple of those MRE heaters (laughs) that I also have here, I think.
0: (laughs) Well, that works, too. Okay, we'll figure this out. I mean, this is not the end of the world. I mean, we had talked about, you know, hey, just going on into town, which is we're about 15 miles from town or so, going to Subway. But that doesn't seem really right, does it?
1: Mm, I wasn't really in favor as long as we've got stuff you'll be happy to eat.
0: Which I don't know if we do because you packed it. So there we are. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of a picky eater, I admit it.
1: I'm not very picky about what I eat when I'm out here. I usually just bring an MRE and eat whatever.
0: Okay, well, we'll figure it out. Yep. So, I know you guys are really excited listening to this, going just shut up and make up your mind. <laughs> so, anyway, we're going to let you go. See ya. Bye. Bye.